Hey, product bosses. Have you heard that we are doing a five-day completely free challenge starting Monday, January 11th? Join us. It's absolutely free. It's called Bestseller Secrets Challenge. Thousands of product bosses have gone through it and have transformed their businesses in just five days. We are going to help you lean into what is selling right now by teaching you how to look at your numbers, understand what your customers actually want to buy from you, and how to use your best sellers to grow a thriving business. So you aren't just throwing spaghetti at the wall, hoping something sticks. We want to help you pandemic-proof your business, and we are going to do it together. So go to www bestsellersecretschallenge.com. We'll put that link in the show notes to make it really easy to sign up. And if you have already taken the challenge, we are inviting you to go through it with us again. Your business has probably changed and this free challenge will really help you build a sustainable and profitable business. The Bestseller Secrets Challenge starts Monday, January 11th. It's five days of trainings and lives created to help you grow. Join us. It's totally free. Sign up at www.bestsellersecretschallenge.com. Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product-based businesses grow their sales and improve their strategies. Hey, everyone. I want to introduce you to my co-host and biz bestie, Mina Kunlo-Sita, an Amazon guru that has built a multi-six-figure product-based business. In introducing the other half of the product boss, Jacqueline Snyder, she has helped launch and grow over 500 fashion apparel and accessory brands, even one of her own. And together, we share our inventory of secret weapons that will help you dig deep and do the work it takes. Are you ready? Let's build together. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Product Boss Podcast. I am your host, Jacqueline Snyder, with my New Year, New You co-host, Mina Kunlo-Sitap. Happy New Year, Mina. Happy New Year, Jacqueline. It is 2021. Congratulations, everyone. We made it through 2020. We did, and it feels so good. It does. I remember back in 2020, Mina was like, it's like a light switch, 2021. Yeah. And it has been. I'm glad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so 2021 is like any other year where we feel kind of revived in all of our dreaming and big possibilities. And I really want you to tap into that. Even though it was a crazy, tumultuous year of 2020, let yourself feel excited about this new year and about the excitement that it could bring and the possibility. And who knows? We have no idea, right? What could happen in 2021? Yeah, anything is possible. And if you think about a year ago, um, you know, 2020 and what was to come. Ooh, there, I know where we were a year ago. Dallas. We were at Dallas Market. Mm-hmm. What exactly a year ago? Because that was, we spoke on the 8th, January 8th. And this is- Oh yeah, it was, mm-hmm. it was a fantastic. I mean, it was fantastic. You and I, we were walking the floors and, and you know, we were growing, but we didn't think uh-huh. anyone really knew us. I, I mean, look we did. back at that time. My hair looked so good during that time. <laughs> Pre-COVID, Jacqueline and Mina. No, but I remember walking around and like somebody said to us, like somebody in a booth was like, "Are you, are you Jacqueline and Mina from the I know. product boss?" And we're like, "You know who we are." Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, that was like the first. I think that was the beginning of the year for us, like our expansion and growth and and all that. But that's not what we're here for. But just think, you know, as we've reflected on the year. Um, but anything is possible. We never know what's to come tomorrow. So th- with the the feeling from everybody of this feeling like. Anything is possible because it tends to fade, I think, as like the year goes on. Right Mm -hmm. now, we're all going to work out more, eat better, Mm -hmm. sell more, do all the things. Wake up earlier, you know. 
but you know, it, it does feel good. There's magic in the air. I want you to harness that for what could come because let, let yourself harness that magic that's going to happen within these first, at least the first month. Because there's Listen, this halo pre- period that happens. If 2020 taught us anything, that anything is possible ever, right? Mm-hmm. Like even during a pandemic and a global shutdown, for example, so much possibility came out of that as well. So so this is, you know, I see. And we're stronger, it. smarter, and just simply, we don't look as great. So I have but... to say, slightly more ragged. <laughs> Than we were. Our at home self care is not as ideal. <laughs> Even though we're at home all the time. <laughs> so staying in, sleeping, sleeping more thing doesn't work for me, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, but but there's there's that. So what we really want to talk to you about this this year, um, or right now in the beginning of the year of 2021, is how to make this your best year yet. But this there's a caveat to it because I know everyone's like, you know, we best year yet, or sometimes it sounds like a cliche, but it's how to make your, your best year yet. And then how you do that is you make it a repeatable year. So what do we mean by that? Well, we mean that it's going to be fantastic because when you have a repeatable year, it just alleviates any struggles you have with confusion for yourself internally. You know, when you can do the same thing over, but feel good about the fact that that was something that improved you or was successful or whatever else, or that that's the right track you're on, it feels good because you're just repeating it. Right. And so, you know, in our business, we are looking at our business and thinking what worked, what didn't work, what Mm -hmm. do we want to bring forward into the new year and what do we want to leave behind? Mm -hmm. This is a really good time to think about that um, in in making resolutions. Um, you know, does it have to do with people? Does it have to do with business? Does it have to do with team? Does it have to do with time management? There's so many things. And so Mina and I in strategizing our 2021, we're looking at what was successful, what wasn't successful. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't successful, why? Is it that we didn't do it right and we're going to try it again? Or it wasn't successful because it didn't align with us and we're going to leave it behind, but we're going to do more of what was working. Mm-hmm. So the first thing is pretty simple. And we talk about this all the time because we are big believers in setting a goal. You must set a goal if you want a target to hit. Mm-hmm. Usually people will, you know, arbitrarily pick a number, but our idea of setting a goal is really so that you have a, a target point, right? Because you probably won't reach that target point if you don't even know what it is or where you're going. What or, you need to hit. Yeah. It's yeah. just it's too, too unclear. So when you're setting the goal, we always talk about doing a good, better, best. So setting a good, better, best, and you will have listened to our podcast episode that we came out with a few weeks ago about setting your goal and reflecting upon the year. So you'll know what it's like to think about, you know, is this a realistic goal? What, what a year in review? It kind of overlaps with this, but now we're, instead of looking back, we're pushing forward. Mm-hmm. So setting the goal and doing a good, better, best version. So let's just talk about what that looks like. Your good could be that you want to hit the same amount you hit the last year, or it could be slightly more. You're like, okay, if I did a little bit more, I know, because there's usually growth year over year over year. So let's mm-hmm. say you add 20%. I'm just throwing out a number, 20% to what you've done the previous year. That could be your good. Mm-hmm. And you could really push a little bit more and make it like 40% more as your better and 60% more as your best. Or, you know, I could say, I want to hit $100,000 would be good. 150 would be better. $200,000 would be best. 
Mm-hmm. I think setting the trajectory. So there's a couple ways too, like what Jacqueline was saying, could be year over year. If you're new, it could be um, quarter over quarter, whatever that percent was, or month over month, you know, which is a little bit harder because fourth quarter would have been thrown in there. And that tends to have more sales than the rest for product businesses. But really thinking about, okay, so year over year, if you don't have a year, then break it down a little bit for yourself and see what trajectory, trajectory. that you are on and um, keep at that same pace or maintain, just maintain what it was as far as, you know, if, if it was a struggle this past year, then you don't need to be in the growth trajectory. You just are in the same one that you were before of maintaining. Right. And, or what you could do is you could average it out. So let's say you're Mm -hmm. averaging, you know, $10,000 a month in sales. Well, you could just multiply that by 12 and maybe add a little bit to it so that you can hit that number. So, so this is all sort of for you, the business owner to work to and set that number, you know, a reasonable number, not a, you know, I'm a hundred thousand dollars. Your best should be a stretch. It should, but it's not, I'm a hundred thousand dollar business this year. I want to be a million dollar business next year. Yeah. That's not, as the growth there, it takes a lot, right? It might be the next couple of years, but it may not be this year. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Some like lightning can strike, but that's not what we're hoping for. So you set your goal. We also have talked about backing into your goal. So once you set that big or that best goal, backing into it and think, well, what do I need to do to hit that number? Mm-hmm. And so let's move into number two, which would be understanding what could be repeatable moving forward. Mm-hmm. So looking at your year of what you've done, you want to be looking at what worked, right? We say this all the time. So in that case, you want to be looking at the best of the best. That is what's worth repeating no matter what, you know, because you know that it went well. It was the best as far as it was probably aligned with you. You probably saw some success with it and that it's worth repeating. So the best of the best, what does that look like for this coming year? What can you put to calendar? Right. So some of the things that would be the best of the best is what were your best products, your best sellers? What did you, what could you sell all day, every day? What were your best months? If you have that data, you know, we know that Q4 is typically really good for people, but depending on what you sell, it may be back to school time. You know, it may Mm -hmm. be spring, it might be mother's day, but what is your, what's your best months? What are the best promotions that you've done? Right. Is it, and that goes to even your strategy around it. Did you send four emails, post about it on social multiple times, offer this discount, and then it was your best one? Because maybe you've offered the same discount earlier in the year, but did none of the strategy around it, like emails or social media or influencers or giveaways. So what is that promotion and how is it built? What are your best platforms? Did you suddenly shift to online? Did you get onto Amazon? Did you start selling wholesale? And that ended up doing really well. And it was your best platform. So when you when you look at all this, you want to repeat that moving forward and you want to try and optimize it. So how can you do better or what can you improve upon to make it your best yet? Yeah. And we're t- when we're talking about platforms and, and promotions and marketing and all that stuff too, you want to be talking about social media too. So w- did you find most of your people were on Instagram? Right, thinking about platforms like you showing up, you know, maybe they loved you showing up on Instagram, or maybe instead they love showing you showing up live on Facebook. So, or you tried doing a Facebook group and that was great, right? So, there's different platforms as far as connecting with your customer too when you're thinking about the best of the best in this scenario. Right. So, you know, we have the bestseller secrets challenge where we teach you the secrets to selling your bestsellers and we go 
we go way deeper into this because this is a huge thing that we see product-based business owners kind of actually any business owner, but mainly in product-based business owners that they, they get shiny object syndrome. Mm-hmm. They're like, I need something new. I need to create something new. I need to make more of all the things I need to transition from making, you know, I don't know, from candles, I want to add lotion. And they start to think of all of these other things that they can do. And we're going to get to adding things, adding things to your business. But what, what we teach you in our free five day challenge is that you can your business can grow, build, hit whatever goal you want typically by leaning into your best sellers, into your best months, into your best promotions and all these other things when it comes to systems, visibility, sales, just like leaning into the best of the best. And if you don't know what your best seller is, you need to figure it out, right? So when you're leaning into, when we say leaning into it, sometimes people say, well, I don't know what it is. Well, we know what path you're on then. You need to figure out what your best seller is, right? And that way... You know, the thing that I like about when people describe data is that they say that data is made for making decisions because it doesn't lead to opinions, right? I don't like this or I do like this sort of thing. You can take data, you can be like, well, that was the metric that I was going off of was, you know, how many sales, for example, or how many people decided to um, show up for this live or, you know, how many followers I got on Instagram. And it's not based off, off of, you know, your opinion. It's based off of, oh, this actually grew without me knowing everything. So you're like attracting the right people and your Instagram grew even without you thinking, oh, these are all the things that I do or don't need to do. It's kind of like following the breadcrumbs, like what we say. You know, it's like, oh, that's the data. But sometimes the big two things we hear from our clients is I really want to add on a new product. Cut to, I feel like my wheels are spinning. But it's because those have to do with each other. Because when you're creating new product, you're spinning your wheels a lot of time to figure out what works. And then when you have data, it feels like a relief because it's not like, ooh, you know, I want to do this or try this or whatever. Then it's just like you get to move forward in the way that feels like half the decision has already been made. Right. And, you know, we even have an episode called Math Not Drama. But the the idea is that once you have your data and you're looking at those numbers, let's say you... You are over it. This happens in fashion all the oh, time. God. Yes, I love this example. I'm glad you said that because I was like, I don't know how to explain this, but that key phrase right there, I'm over it, is exactly over it. how to explain it. So in apparel, in fashion, if you're if you're sticking with the fashion industry, right, we're usually working a year ahead before it ever hits the stores. So we're con- concepting it. We're designing it. We're looking to trends for the future. We're finding colors for the future, development, production. All of that is a year at least until it actually hits the stores. So you've been working. There's a good example of peasant skirts back in the early 2000s. Everybody was wearing those really long tiered peasant skirts. Mm-hmm. And I remember being at a trend seminar. And the trend person was saying, like, all of you people here in LA, you were the first to wear it. You were the first to kind of invent it. You made it. And all of you designers are over it. But the Midwest had not hit the trend of time. I'm still there, baby. (laughs) (laughs) See? If they kept making them, they would have been gazillionaires. But but the idea was like you're just over it. Like it's the same thing with like color, like, oh, red. Red is I remember like when clay, this like burnt red clay color, we were conceiving that color for active wear. Mm-hmm. We did it and we did it. By the time I saw it in the stores, I was like, Psh. I did that last year, even though it was in the stores this year. So the idea here is like, you might be over it as the designer, as the maker, as the creator, but you keep 
doing what works or what's selling as long as your customers continue to buy it from you. Mm -hmm. You need to keep selling them what they want to buy, the data. Yeah. So even if you're over it, if you have those numbers in front of you and you're like, well, but like it's our, it's our top, you know, it's our top three products or it's our top Mm -hmm. seller. I know that you, my friend want to move on or find something new or creative, like that creative outlet, but it, it is going to cost you time and money. It's going to distract you when really you could build a gigantic business if you leaned into your bestseller. Mm-hmm. I love that. And real quick, so Bestseller Secrets Challenge is you know the challenge that we're running and you can sign up at bestsellersecretschallenge.com. But if you're feeling like, I don't know how to figure out the best of the best, we will help you in this challenge. It's totally free five-day challenge. So just join us. And on day one, we help you answer a lot of these data questions. Another thing is, is if you were one of the thousands of people that went through this with us last year, do it again. Your data or data has changed. It's changed. So, and, and sometimes it's easier to do it together, right? Like we know we have to look at our data, but we're not, you know, you're trying to find that time. So we've blocked out that time for you when you sign up for the challenge that it's, it's easy and implementable and we can, you can get it done in 10 minutes, but we're at least keeping you focused because my friends, all of us creative business owners, sometimes we need help staying focused. Yeah, for sure. So when you're in a challenge, it is so much fun. Our challenges are brilliantly fun. They're just super engaging. People bring just hilariousness. And also you get to see the struggles of everybody else too. And then when somebody says, well, I'm over it. And somebody says to you, really? I think that's really cool. It inspires you to keep going. So the the, the challenges are always way fun and they're free. So make sure you sign up for that. But also if you want to reignite this fire under the things that are working for you based off of data or just sheerly just talking about it in a group, then this is the place for sure. Yeah. There's community. There's also that feeling of you're not alone when someone else mm-hmm. says they feel the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, plus people leading by example and, and, and starting to see how other people do it. So, okay. So that's number two. Mm-hmm. Right. So look at the best of your best and we can all, we can help you in this in the bestseller secrets challenge. You can click on the link below to sign up if you're not signed up already. Mm-hmm. Now, number three is the third thing here about making this your best year yet. And we talked about it being a repeatable year, which is the foundation of this being your best year yet. But in order to expand, in order to hit your better or best goal, you also have to think, what do I need to add to my business to hit that goal? Because we know we can probably repeat the year, but if you want to stretch and get uncomfortable, you may have to consider adding something to your business. So what would be things that they could add, Mina? So there's quite a few things, and you're not going to want to hear this, but it's not a new product. Um, It's not a new product as in come up with something new, add soap when you're a, a candle company. It is adding a variation or a... When I say variation, it could be a color or a bundle or something that is based off of what we just told you in number two, right? Because now you're taking number two of the best of the best and bringing it all together in the best of the best revenue goal, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you can sell a bracelet all day, every day. Mm -hmm. We're not telling you to come out with earrings, we're telling you to come out with another variation of that bracelet. Maybe it's a different colorway. You know, maybe it's a stack of bracelets. What uh-huh. is it that you're adding in terms of variation? You can also add things like another platform. So sometimes our capacity can only grow so big on a certain platform. So let's say Mina's on Amazon and she's 
you know, growing her business on Amazon and she's paying the paper. She has her pay-per-click ad money that she's dedicated to that platform. She has her repeat customers, all those people. And she's repeating that business moving into the new year. But then let's just say Walmart, when Walmart uh, started sort of like taking, stepping up into this place as well, she looked at it and was like, okay, if I get on to walmart.com, I can actually reach other customers. I can take what worked here on my best selling platform, repeat it onto this other platform, and then hit more people, which then will help expand her reach to more customers, which then in turn will create a higher revenue for your business. Right. And then in, in number two, we told you best of the best. You looked at best of the best month. Well, let's pretend that it was November or December and you look at the best of the best and you're like, wow, I was struggling, right? Then that probably means that you need to be have better systems, the best of the best systems. And in that case, you probably want to, let's say, consider hiring seasonal help. That would be an example, right? Of how can I reach the best goal without, you know, killing myself because my capacity is only my capacity, Right adding on a person doubles your capacity. Right. So that'd be adding a person. Exactly. Because for example, let's say you have a goal of, I don't know, $250,000 for your business next year or this year, right? That's a big mm-hmm. goal for you and you want to hit a quarter of a million dollars. Great. And you worked it and you figured out how many products do I need to sell, the best of the best, all these things that I need to do. And you see that there's growth there. You see that you have to make X amount of products per month to keep up and hit that goal. Or you're on another platform and you need to handle a new platform and ship to them or whatever the thing is you do not have more hours in your day. Like just because you've added on this stuff, it doesn't mean that now you have tested it. I only have 24. (laughs) (laughs) So how do you get more hours? You add a person that also has 24 or a 40 hour work week or whatever it is that they can then help you hit that next point, right? Because once you reach capacity, a lot of service-based people talk about it like time for money, right? If you're a service-based business and you coach somebody, like for example, with my business, I can only take on X amount of clients because I have only X amount of hours dedicated per week for my client work. That's it. That's it. Unless I raise my prices... I can't make more money or take on more clients. So product people, it's the same thing. It's like, maybe you can turn out, you know, a thousand pieces a month of a product, but you need to start turning out 2000. Well, you need to add a person, you need to add Mm -hmm. help, you need to add a partner, manufacturer, something else. Yeah, for sure. And then there's the other, there's the additional idea of better promotions. Maybe you had a terrible plan and it still was successful. How can you make it to the best plan that you have during that time. So the best of the best is indeed the best of the best as you're promoting it as well, right? Because you have a better, you have the best plan possible because you got to see what happened when you had this sort of plan. Now, how can you improve it by adding on showing up live more? How can you add on, you know, whatever it is. So you're looking at your own data to see, you know, what was successful. And then you're putting that into the addition of stretching and expanding. What could that be for the revenue goal of the best? Mm -hmm. So promotions or you're doing a sale or maybe you're, you know, you're planning for Valentine's Day or Mother's Day. And last year you saw that it was your best month with your best revenue and you did this for your promotions. So imagine knowing that people want to buy what you sell at that time, but then you create better strategy. Like Mina was saying for those promotions, you lean into emails. Um, maybe you've prepared and you have collaborations or influencers working with you prior to the point or, mm-hmm. and brand ambassadors. What a you know, really so, great giveaway. Yeah. 
you've grown your email list and now you, you do more with your email list. So you can always get better. You can always sort of finesse and fi- fine tune this and really build on that. But for example, when we're talking about what can, like, what would you add? Let's mm-hmm. just say last year you just did a couple emails and you had your promotion and you brought people to your website. Well, maybe this year you're adding on collaborations or you're adding on a giveaway or you're adding on a whole social media strategy. That's the add-on. That's the new part that there does come learning in that and mm-hmm. a little bit of discomfort, but then you know it was successful as is. So adding to it will help you hit that better or best goal. Right. And notice we didn't, we said add on and not change, right? It's not saying that was really successful on Valentine's Day. I'm going to change my entire product to see if I can do the same thing, right? We're just telling you to add to make it even better, but expanding in a way that allows you to be creative with the strategy that's behind it. Yeah. Or I was really successful on Valentine's Day. If that worked this year, I'm not going to be Valentine's Day. I'm going to do a different day. But that why? Wouldn't, that wouldn't <laughs> work, right? Or like, I'm going to change my discount. I'm going to give them a bigger discount. For example, you might have given them 20% off and now you're like, I'm actually, I did so well. I'm going to give them 25% off. If 20% did well, you stay with the 20%, but you lean in or you add to the hype. Mm-hmm. Um, we've made this mistake ourselves too. We're like, this worked so well. But, and then we like started criticizing it and then, and said like, well, we should change it. And then we saw an immediate performance issue, like live in the middle of it. We're like, oh, this is nope, nope, not working. And then I remember like our head of our marketing was like, why did you change it? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Why did you do something different? Yeah. A good example of this is when we have my birthday sale, which was kind of just a, a fluke thing, right? So when we had my birthday sale, that was the first course we'd ever come, come out with. And that was multi-stream machine when we first came out with it. We did the birthday sale and it was super successful. Well, the next year we could have been like, oh, that was super successful. Should we change it to a different course? Which we didn't. We didn't end up doing the same thing, but we added on a freebie course, remember, to the front part of it. So they got something free on top of that they were getting the course, which made it even more successful. That was the add-on. And it, it was wasn't, when you say them. sale, it was more like it was an open and closed yeah, cart. Open cart was, yeah. yeah, we didn't Nothing have to discount it. We didn't have to discount it. It was just that it was available and then we made it even better, but that time of year and the promotions around it, and then it was, it was so much more successful than the mm-hmm. year before. But we kept it really simple, right? Mm-hmm. So it was like adding on something, we were able to expand upon what we are already doing, but it wasn't like a rework. It was definitely just adding on something very simple. Right. So if, if your customers are telling you they want something from you, if they're proving it with their dollars, if they're buying and it's your best seller, remember, we want you to lean into these things. And then with growth, with hitting best year ever or hitting your best goals, there is that addition where you're going to add something new. Um, you're going to, maybe you've never leaned into your systems and you're like, this is the year I'm going to improve my shipping and I'm going to get really clear on that. Or I'm going to know my inventory and know my numbers, or this is the year I'm going to price this correctly. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I don't know, I was willy nilly pricing and now I really want to make sure that I'm pricing correctly so that I can add a new platform and start selling wholesale or have enough built into my margin that I can sell on Amazon with the, with the things that I, what is it called? Not discount fees. Yeah, the right? fees. Amazon has fees. Right. And even, you know, this is great because it's taking your business to the next level for sure when you add on these things. Because when we first start, there's always like this minimum viable 
you know, presentation of the product that comes out. Like we have the photos that we have, we have the emails sometimes that we have, we have, you know, all that original stuff. But now that you're looking back and you're thinking about what can I add, it might possibly be looking at all your photos, your photo library and your assets and your videos, your testimonials, your, you know, stories that you have, all the different things that will help you sell better in the better promotions, for example, adding that on, that now you have just more Mm -hmm. of better things. It's true. We all have more assets now. No matter how long you've been in business, you have more data. Mm -hmm. You have more assets. You have more reviews or testimonials. We're all in a different place than where we were last year or even like a month ago or three months ago. So so we want you to look to that. So just to go over how to make this a repeatable year, but also hit your, you know, your best goal in terms of revenue is one, you're going to set your goal. So you're good, you're better, and you're best. And then two, you're going to look at your best of the best of what your business is, months, products, promotions, platforms, right? And you're going to repeat that this year and you're going to optimize it and try and make it better. And if you need more help with this or you want to have some time to do this, you know, we've got bestseller secrets challenge. It's a completely free five day challenge where we work with you over five days with lives. It's amazing. So that's a bestsellersecretschallenge.com. And then three, what can you add to your business to hit your better or your best goal? What's something new to add that's going to push you and help you hit that best goal? Cause you're going to need to add something. Mm-hmm. Right. So here's to your best year yet, which is a repeatable year. And we're so excited to go through 2021 with you all. Thanks, everybody. One last thing before we go. We created this podcast as a reminder, you are not alone. Growing a product-based business is hard and we want to help you through it. So thank you so much for listening and we truly appreciate it. And we want to give a special shout out to those of you that have left us a review. Thank you. We know that takes time and we so appreciate it. Mina and I read every single one, including this one from Lacey's Place. It's titled, They Are Amazing. It's a five-star review and it says, in just a short week, these two amazing bosses have changed my life. They are knowledgeable, fun, and care about their community of people. I cannot wait to binge episodes and support them. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Lacey's Place. We love reading these and these really help us reach more people through our podcast. So thank you for leaving this review. Thank you. I really like this one. Knowledgeable and fun and care about our community. It's like she knows us. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Lacey. Hey friend, just a quick reminder to sign up for the bestseller secrets challenge. It's a five day, totally free week of trainings, private Facebook group, and daily live Q and A's with us. We don't want you to miss out on this opportunity to get really clear and focus on what you need to sell to grow a profitable, sustainable, and solid business. Head over to www.bestsellersecretschallenge.com and click on the link in the show notes today, right now.